Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to the Hunt for Reds October podcast. I'm your host, Coop, and tonight we're here to talk about the first series of the 2021 season. And joining me tonight is Branch. Branch, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, hope you're doing good, too. Thanks for having me on. Uh, let's see if we can keep uh, from getting suspended by Major League Baseball tonight. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> so, first, first series of the season went to the Reds. Two games to one over the Cardinals. Uh, the Reds are playing right now, and they're up 3-2 on the Pirates. We're recording this on Monday night. Now, in that series, Nick Castellanos went ballistic, teeing off on Cardinals pitching, and had a little incident that happened. Uh, he got hit by a pitch, uh, didn't really take too kindly to it, which, I mean, is understandable. But why did he get hit by that pitch? Uh, it appears that they didn't like that he bat flipped his home run on opening day, which he wasn't, he wasn't doing it at them. He didn't say anything to them. He was looking at his own dugout when he did it, whatever. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that the Cardinals feelings got hurt? They got hurt a little bit. I'm thinking there was, there must've been an unwritten rule. Don't hurt the Cardinals feelings. Right. So when you're trying to rally your team from what was it a six zero deficit or six one yeah. deficit? Don't don't hurt their feelings because they're supposed to just win, right? Uh, yeah, fuck all that fucking <laughs> shit. Oh my god! So he uh, Cassianos eventually scores on a wild pitch, and when he's coming to the plate, the pitcher kind of runs into him and kind of collapses on him as he's getting the ball from Molina. And Cassiano stands up, uh, screams, let's fucking go, to the uh, pitcher. Corsiati, neck tat, a.k.a. punk-ass bitch, has to come over and put his hands on Castellanos and starts a bitches clearing, not really a brawl, more of a everybody. Not Yachty. He's never escalated anything, ever. Never. Never, never has he asked. He, he doesn't shove umpires out of the way. He doesn't pin people up against nets. He never does anything wrong because he looks like a goddamn extra in a fucking prison movie, and all the fucking white writers are scared to say it. They're they're just like scared to say anything bad about him. It fucking <laughs> pisses me off. So no, seriously, he's an extra in a fucking prison movie, and that's the reason they're nice to him. <laughs> So Cassianos was actually walking away when Yachty grabbed the back of his neck and started the whole thing. Anyway, so Cassianos got a two-game suspension, and nobody else was suspended, which was, again, a pile of crap. Uh, Cassianos is appealing. I'm hoping that he at least gets one game taken off of it, but MLB in their statement said that he incited the benches clearing incident, and that's like... Did he, though? Yeah. Because he was walking towards his dugout when somebody else came and grabbed him. And if you look at the video, the umpire comes up and bumps him, too. Mm-hmm. Belly bumps him. Mm-hmm. So, And the first person out of the dugout was a Cardinals manager yeah. or, or coach. And C-Trans done a great job of covering this. And he comes up and... He knocks it up out of the way to lay his hands around the back of Castellanos' throat. Nothing wrong there, MLB. Apparently Nothing not. at all. Your sweet little child that looks like a fucking extra in a prison movie. And his name in that prison movie is Neck Tat Guy. <laughs> it's not even a major role. It's just Neck Tat Guy. Just the, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's just the Neck Tat Guy. That, that, they just, that, that's what he's cast at. He usually gets shivved in the first, like, 
you know, two to three scenes. But that's his role. You know, after he shifts somebody, of course. Right. In but the everybody back. has to be in nice back. to him because Don't... he's neck tech guy that looks like he should be neck tech guy in a prison movie, but he's actually a halfway decent human being. So everybody has to kiss his ass. Fuck that. Ain't kissing his ass for nothing. He came he's done this shit so many times. And not just Coop, with the red. I, I, I fucking hate him for it. Yeah. Like, oh, that's just the way he plays. I'm not a fan. I'll just say that. I'm not Dirty? Dirty? Um, well, that's, I yeah, mean, that's how he plays. Dirty. And he gets away with it. I mean, because he looks like uh, he looks. He, I guarantee you, every goddamn writer that won't fucking say that that he's overrated or that he starts this shit would call the fucking cops the minute he knocked on their fucking door. Probably. If somebody looked like him and they didn't know it was Yachty, knocked on their door, they would fucking hit nine one one. So it'd be faster than a white girl deleting a bad picture off Twitter. It, it'd be insane how quick that was. Yeah, and I mean, a couple years ago, he had that incident where the ball just stuck to his chest protector. Yeah. Uh, but that's the cardinal way. Nah, that's cardinal way. Yeah. But yeah, so that was a load of crap. Everybody's worried about fucking Bill Gates chipping their ass. The Cardinals <laughs> probably have a fucking chip in you. They fucking sure as hell spied on the Astros. I hope I have a microchip. I want somebody to help me out here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, rest of the rest of the series, uh, again, the Reds won two games to one. Uh, good pitching from Tyler Malley and even Jeff Hoffman threw a good game tonight. Yeah. Uh, Jose De Leon looked really good, other than the uh, two first inning bombs he gave up. Yep. Outside of that, he looked pretty good. Uh, I ain't for sure, but those looked like sliders that hung. Yeah, one was that. That's what it seemed to be to me. I, th I think I've seen some other people saying that's what it was. So yeah, through some snap mixers, you know. first yeah, first outing of the year, probably a little nerves. Yeah, well, I mean, even even on the first game of the year, I mean, I've not got a lot of faith of Castillo early on in cold games. Yeah, he struggled big he time. He struggled. He couldn't locate. That was his biggest deal. Was uh, he just he just could not locate? And I don't know if it was because, like you were saying, how cold it was. Maybe he just didn't and, have a good that feel. Cold, that cold hurts, man. Oh yeah, that was that's football weather. That's not baseball weather. Yeah, I mean, I played baseball in 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 late. Well, started in January and February, and even as you know, just a catcher trying to perform in cold weather with a baseball. Because the the movement, getting a grip on the ball is such a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know, every it, it, anybody's played football in cold weather, they know that just taking off your helmet hurts. You know. Oh, and uh, just 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 anything. You know, catching a ball. You know, catching a pitcher's ball and the catcher's mitt hurts. Everything hurts a little bit more, but the grip thing is it's a thing. I mean, when the temperature is lower, the moisture is down. You right. Know? Yeah. And, it it and makes everything smoother. It's hard to hold on to a ball. Yeah. And he was just having. And these pitchers are putting such, you know, and somebody like Castillo put such tiny pressure on little fingers to make that ball do exact, you know, to a level that I can't even comprehend and most people can't. Right. But that's how they control it as well as they do. And I think he was just struggling with that. Yeah. And missing location leads to home runs and. Mm -hmm. leaving stuff out over the plate or walks. So mm -hmm. so hopefully his next outing, I mean, it's been in the 70s now since, so hopefully yeah. his next outing it'll be nice and warm. Uh, does he pitch, not tomorrow, but maybe. Day after tomorrow. Yeah. So the, the day game maybe? I think so, and it'll be warm uh, the in Cincinnati. Day game, I, I think, yeah, I think it's in Cincinnati. It's supposed to be warm. I, I, I'm pretty sure we're liable to see just a lockdown, you know, five, six innings. Castillo doesn't let anybody do do shit, <laughs> you know. I'm pretty confident in that he will pitch a lot better than he did on opening day. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think that's hopefully just an aberration. Um, Mike Mustakis tonight hit a ball almost to the river. Oh God! <laughs> so he's starting to he's starting to come around. <clears throat> Dude, I love the walks that he's taken. Oh yeah. Seeing seeing moose take walks, it's like 
Well, hell yeah. Oh, you get man. Boots taking some walks. He and just he starts getting these pictures like, oh, I got to give him something in the zone. <laughs> he just lined one down the right field line to the wall for a double. Yeah. I, I just had him a couple seconds behind you here. So I'm, I'll just second. <laughs> yeah. I've got a picture sitting here staring up slowly. And there he is. <laughs> man, That's you a are big delayed. ass man in there. And bam, there it is. <laughs> oh, smoke that son of a bitch. Yes, he did. Hell yes. Smoke it better than the Oklahoma Sooners fucking head coach smoked that brisket. Oh, God. <laughs> did he smoke it or did he charcoal it? Dude, I he tanned it. It looked like, into leather. It looked like charcoal bricks. <laughs> that was the worst looking brick. I'm making a brisket this Saturday. It's a reparation brisket. <laughs> and I'm going to apologize to all cows. that, that They sacrificed their lives to become good food. They shouldn't be turned into that. Yeah, it was horrible. But, and he posted that like he was so happy. Oh, my God. And he, no. He got a... And the barbecue community is so friendly. They will help you learn how to do it. (laughs) I mean, if that was the first one you ever did, maybe... Well, one, don't take a picture of it, but learn. But like, okay, this one's a little dry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But... And there is literally... there There is literally millions of videos on YouTube of some of the best barbecue cooks in the world that will go out of their way and even answer your questions if you give them a comment to help you know how to do that. People in barbecue don't like hold grudges or they're like, no, you don't fuck it up. Just get it right. 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 <laughs> They'll yeah. argue about what sauce is better, but don't mess the meat up that bad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it looked like he had a dry rub on there, which, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan. But, but man, I don't know if he had too much heat or what. It looked to me like he went about 500 degrees for about 12 hours. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it looked like. (laughs) And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not an expert at all, but I know, I know if I was to cook something like that, I'm not taking a picture of it and putting it out for the world to see. Yeah. But anyway. (laughs) If anybody needs to know on a brisket. On a brisket, on a full packer, which means you got the flat and the tip. You want to keep your grill and your smoker, or your smoker, whichever way you're doing it, at about 220 to 250. It can go up to 300 if you're like replenishing coals and stuff. That's not going to hurt you. But keep it right in that range for as many hours as it takes to hit to about 150 to 160. You're probably going to stall there. And when you have hear people talk about the stall, it means is that the the moisture coming out of the meat is evaporating as fast as the meat is heating up. So it so the evaporation process makes things cool down. So it holds the meat there, and you're just like you go an hour and you stay the same tent. Yeah. Then you wrap it, and what that does is holds the moisture in and allows that moisture to bring it on up because with, with good barbecue with a butt or a brisket, you want to get it all the way to like 202, 203. That's when all everything breaks down in the meat is right in that range to where you end up with a bad cut of meat becoming a really tender cut of meat. And then you serve it. And you can do this slowly and easily and still make it juicy and wonderful. Right. And there is plenty of places that will help you learn how to do that. Speaking for of free. speaking of things that are getting cooked, uh, Baylor's up eleven to one in the national championship game early on. I still think Gonzaga's going to win that damn thing. Yeah, Gonzaga scored one point in four minutes, so I'm sure that'll change. They average like eighty yeah. something a game. Yeah, uh, man, that game. Well, my, mom, my mom's been preaching since like the middle of February that Gonzaga's going to win this whole damn thing. So. Well, after Saturday night, and I know this is a baseball podcast, but that shot yeah. that he banked in, Jalen yeah. Suggs, whew, man. Well, she lives and dies with college basketball. Like records, if there's a game on, she records it mm-hmm. and watches it late. It's not. It's insane how much college basketball she watches, and she's been on the Gonzaga train for a while. Well, I'm definitely a big college basketball guy, and uh, my team, we're just not going to talk about what happened this year. <laughs> we're just not going to talk about that. That was not a good year, but we'll see what happens. A rare a rare down year. A rare down year. An unacceptable rare year. rare down year. Unacceptable, yeah. but we'll see what happens. Shout yeah, out to Cal. Um, shout out to Ram. I'll make him once. He's a good guy. Oh, definitely. Don't let, uh, yeah. don't let those Louisville people 
fool you. No, I, no, I mean, I'm, I met him <laughs> once in like a in a youth sports thing. Mm-hmm. Totally good dude. Easy to work with. We were doing a little camp. He was a guest speaker, kind of guest coach kind of thing. He was great. Speaking He's of guys. Fantastic. Speaking of guys that I'm sure are good guys, Jonathan India's up. And um I want to hit a home run here, so this this red 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 nation, don't take this wrong. Uh, India sucks and he's playing about over his head. Please hit a home run. Please yes, hit a home yes run. this is the reverse psychology that we've been <laughs> we've been employing. Um here's hoping that Jonathan India hits a, just a mega blast. Or I'm sorry, mega yes. blast. <laughs> Oh man! Oh boy! A little inside joke. But all, there. anyway, the there's Tucker a base hit. I was happy with the series. I was so stoked with how the last two games ended. It's been fun baseball. I've had a blast. RBI single for India there. Nice. I'm sorry. See, I, keep... I talk shit about him. <laughs> he does good. I am not stopping. <laughs> and you're on delay, so even. <laughs> yeah, and I'm on delay, and I'm going to watch it right now. Dude, he just got lucky right there. God damn. Well, I mean, actually, this is getting painful to do because I like want to root for the kid. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so bad. No, he's definitely made a good impression yeah. starting out, uh, regardless of what people seem to be thinking um, in terms of jokes that were tweeted out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you you made some people upset, Coop. Uh, I mean, it happens. It does. <laughs> it happens. People they do don't that. even know you were laughing about it the whole oh, time. Yeah. That's what's funny. I mean, people <laughs> people have to know that was a joke. They don't. I don't they care. Don't. <laughs> they don't. It's all right. But then I just had to lean into it after people got mad. Of course. You got to own that. Wear that, bitch. <laughs> uh, speaking of other things that have been impressive so far, uh, Siano Perez. I know I keep butchering his name. Cyanel or Cyanel? Cyanel, I'm going to go with Cyanel until, because it reminds Cowboy me of like. Cowboys saying Cyanel is it like the, the Is it like the trains, like the Cyanel, Silent? you know what I mean? The toy Maybe. trains. I don't know. That I can't pronounce either. We're going to go with Cyanel, you said? Cyanel, I believe is how Cowboys okay. pronounce it. Choo-choo. And he tries his best to be good about it. He's just uh, pronouncing the way they want. <laughs> he just keeps marching down the tracks. I mean, he's yeah. just—he's been very impressive. Uh, but Tommy Thrall is just going Perez. He ain't even fucking chancing it. <laughs> That'd be me. I, that's I mean, smart. I, <laughs> that's, a, that's a professional broadcaster. <laughs> it's just like with uh, uh, Giannis. I, I can't even pronounce it. Atenecupo or whatever. Everybody yeah. just calls him Giannis because they don't even want to try it. <laughs> no. Shout out to the Bucks. Um, yep. But uh, who else has been impressing you so far, other than the few people we've been talking about here? Uh, well, of course, Nick. I oh mean, yeah, big stick, Nick. I mean, I, 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 I've been married. God dang, I'm coming up on 24 years this year, and I'm pretty certain I'm a straight man, and I'm starting to have feelings about Nick that's <laughs> making me question that. I, I just, I, I mean, my man crush on him is just getting to the point that I'm like, huh, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Dude is definitely on a heater right now. He is on a heater. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's just, and it's not like, it's not like he's looking into hits or anything. He's blasting them out of the park. That triple was like a couple feet the other day from a home yeah. run. I mean, he's just yeah. blasting the ball. And, and the hustle and the drive and. You know, I mean, there is nobody that doesn't want to play with that guy on their team, and there's nobody that doesn't hate that guy when he's not on your team. I mean, he's he's lit in a fire. Litten? Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> he's lit a fire it's on lit. your team. And, uh, I mean, I like the guys that play a little fire, play with a little fire. I've and, noticed that, like, it's rubbing off on Nick, like Senzel a little bit. Right. And, and you know, I mean, Suarez is going through his own things right now. You know, but right. And regardless, it's rubbing off on everybody else a little bit. Regardless of what anybody in St. Louis thinks, I mean, he's not trying to show up anybody. He's firing up his team. Oh. I mean, he yelled in that pitcher's face. Yeah, well, you just hit him and you sat on him. 
He tried to Ray King him. And Austin Kearns, you know, rest in peace. I mean, he's not dead, but his career was after that. But, yeah. I mean, he he's just a guy who likes to compete. He's competitive. And that's a whole lot better than a guy who doesn't care. And that was that not was a bad. strike to Barnhart. Wow. No. Wait till you see that. <laughs> no. Okay. The well, that, that, when I just watched, I think, yeah, they just called it a ball. That's how bad this is going to be. That ball was like really three bad. inches low. Called strike three. Yeah. Poor Tucker. I mean, nice frame job by the catcher. Although I'm not a big fan oh of the Oh, my pirate. God. That yeah, was not that a was strike. Low. That was low. Oh, wow. The Tucker, just break it over your fucking knee, dude. Just break the bat. The, yeah. The Pirates catcher was born with a disadvantage of having Kevin Stallings as his father. Kevin Stallings, a former <laughs> uh, Vanderbilt coach who looked like Kevin from the yeah. office and was just a big crybaby. So shout out to Kevin Stallings and, and getting canned. He's a damn uh, good defensive catcher, though. Oh, no. Sucks hitting. No, I mean, but, I'm just uh, saying yeah. sucks that his, you know, his dad's a dick. But Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's a nice guy, you know. We that was me that. moving a chair, not dragging a body. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> we normally have a dragging the body on the podcast, and I'm, I hope I'm usually not it. But. Uh, no, I don't think you're usually that. Uh, let's see, we got. Kyle. I honestly think it's beards and faces on phones. It probably is a little bit of that, or um, yeah. um, just I mean, people sometimes just move around and don't know what they're they don't yeah. they don't get that that's what they're doing. It's fine. I mean, I don't. I don't get mad at people. Well, I'm standing up to smoke a heater like a heater that Mustaka smoked out of the ballpark today. I mean, that, I think it was, what, what was that, 110 exit velocity? Yeah, I think like it was that. 110, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're getting some yeah. barrels so far early on this year. And Moose looks very comfortable. Castellanos looks great. Winker, I think, is going to have the biggest season of any Reds player. And he's got the hiv or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's definitely not COVID, but he's got the hiv. So, yeah, I, you know, there's more offense there. I'm I'm trying so hard not to get excited, Coop. Well, because I'm I'm used to being a Cincinnati fan and my dreams getting crushed. You're just waiting for the other shoe to drop, which always. Yeah, we had started up. We've had a good start here. Let's just (laughs) I know I'm I'm with you. I'm kind of tempering before I get way too excited because I'm waiting for Sonny Gray to be announced that he's just dead. You know, (laughs) that's what I'm waiting on. (laughs) He's not coming back because he's dead. Well, I mean. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but he's already, I mean, they've, there's the, there's those buzzwords that happens with the Reds and the medical staff of they're coming along mm-hmm. or they've had a slight setback. That's been the word with Michael Lorenzen, a slight setback, slight setbacks end up turning into like months of being gone or Tommy John surgery or rehab starts and stops. So I know Sonny Gray's been throwing, so I'm hoping that he gets to make the next turn in the rotation is my hope. Probably not. I think what they're going to do is send him to Louisville to for to the alternate site before the minor league season starts to throw a simulated yeah, game. I think he was pitching tonight. Oh, was it tonight? Oh, I thought that was. I think I think he was pitching tonight. I think yeah. Okay. Um, but hopefully he comes back soon. Um, because. I mean, I, don't, I just, I just don't trust Wade Miley. I just don't. I know he's got a track record, but for some reason, I just don't, I don't trust him in the rotation. And I, I completely agree with you. I, I think that he can help this team in some way. I don't know if starting games is it. Honestly, I'm waiting anxiously for the day they put Antone in the rotation. Yes. Uh, I think that's where he would make the biggest impact. Uh, obviously, he'd be good in high leverage bullpen situations, but I want him starting. I want him throwing six, seven innings a night when he pitches and shutting everybody down. And we've yet to see probably our best reliever yet this year. Oh, he's coming in. You know, I, I'm not taking nothing away from Lucas Sims. Oh, at yeah. all. Because no, Lucas Sims, Sims is, has been yeah. amazing. 
since yeah. the start of last year. But yeah, Amir yeah. Garrett is warming up. The Reds have a two-run lead here in the bottom of the eighth with Aquino up. This is what I want to say. Um, now, if Aquino parks one here, I don't know if they bring him in. Uh, man, I'm having trouble getting high on Aquino. He's he's got Naquin's taking some decent at bats. We know somebody has to leave that outfield at some point. Well, Tyler Naquin has been unreal. I mean, he yeah. Look at that, Aquino just lined one down the left field line, bobbled by the left fielder. Looks like. See, if I just talk shit about Reds players, they they do good. It, it's a curse. Uh, I think only one run <laughs> scored though. So yeah, so it's a five-two game. Yeah. Now. No, he just he just turned on one, lined it down the left field line. Good on him. But hey, that's what you want to do. You want to make it a tough decision because when yeah when Shogo Akiyama comes back, somebody's going to have to leave. They're paying him money, so yeah, somebody's going to leave. And I mean, like you said, Tyler Naquin has looked really good so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nixon's oh, yes. out. You're not you're not going to do anything with him. Um. Do you chance it and say maybe send like an Alex Blandino down instead and have Sizel be not just a platoon with Shogo in center, but also a backup infielder? Would you do that? I don't think they can do that midseason. Which. I, 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 and I, I don't think Bell is going to let anything happen to Sizel other than center field. Yeah. And then, I mean, Aquino's out of options, so he's going to get claimed if you release him. Or if you DFA him. So you What's might... the bigger loss? What's the bigger loss? Um, well, him or Naquin. Who do you want in there for a long-term, you know, say, you know, Winker's HIV, HIV goes straight to full-blown AIDS. Well, then He's going to be out for like on... six months. Well, then you just put him on the DL and that's it. When you're yeah, well, yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know but, but it, you you got to do something in there I you know or you're worried about it going to full blown AIDS. Well, who AIDS, do you want every day? Do you want Naquin or do you want Aquino? And it's a tough question. AIDS, These are good tough questions to right. have. And you could put you, know. you could platoon them in the meantime, um, because Naquin hits lefty and Aquino's righty, and you know full blown AIDS aside. Uh, Everybody always goes back to that September of 2019 that mm-hmm. uh, Aquino had, where he was just a monster on fire. I would love to see him recapture some of that. I mean, he's he's homeward already this year, and he just, like I said, just had that RBI double. Or they might have scored a single in an error because the left fielder bobbled it. But, I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. He seems like a nice guy. Um and that's not, you know, BS. Everything I've heard is he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I'm sure Tyler Naquin is too. I'm not, you know, saying anything about that. But you, as a player, you you would want to make that a tough decision on, on management. Yeah. You, you don't want it yeah. to be, you know, like last year when you had people like Mark Payton or Travis Jankowski just stinking it up. That's an obvious <laughs> solution if somebody's coming back. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, good on both of them. Would you hang on? Would you hang on to Blandino and let Farmer go? Oh, I'd do that. Not, you know, and and that makes room for both of them. Um, but then it's I mean, scary, but I almost would do it. I mean, I like Farmer. I really do. Um, I mean, I like it. I know he probably is not a fan of mine, but <laughs> Farmer, Farmer and Blandino though are, are your backup infielders. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm more comfortable with Blandino just just as a backup. I mean, yeah, farmer, super utility you know, kind of guy. Yeah, farmer, you, you got to throw away that being able to catch thing. N- not every team has three catchers. It's not a thing. Between Ty Steve and Tucker, the catching job's handled. Well, and let's say let's say that's the move that you get rid of. Uh, I'm, I don't. I mean, get rid of, but uh, move uh, Farmer off. With a twenty-six man roster, you can always send down a pitcher too if you need another infielder when you bring yeah. Shogo up back. If you yeah. want to go, I mean, because I mean, you would go, you'd end up with a six-man outfield, uh, yeah, which would be more conducive with if the DH was involved. But I mean, 
I don't know. That's going to be a tough decision. It's going to be tough, but you always do have Garcia down there in AAA. Mm-hmm. You have to bring somebody up. Defensively, we know he can handle the position. Right, and when you're and, talking and, about and the, the rest tw- of the infield can shuffle. Yeah. When you're talking about the 26th man, though, um, defense is the main thing that you're going to want from your 26th man yeah. on the roster. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, Amir Garrett's coming in for the save. Here we go. So the other big news that happened since we recorded was that uh, Major League Baseball decided to remove the All-Star game from Atlanta and the Braves over the uh, a bill that was passed by the Georgia State Legislature, and I know people are not going to want to hear politics, but depending on your side of the aisle, uh, people view it as a voter suppression bill. Other people don't seem to see it that way, but... At least Major League Baseball also sees it as voter suppression. Again, we're not going to get into the politics of it. Uh-oh. Well, it's now a two-run ball game. Amir Garrett just got taken right out the front door. Uh, anyway, <laughs> back to the topic. Um, so Major League Baseball is moving the game from Atlanta. I think, again not talking politics. I think it's a I think it's a good move in terms of making a statement that actions have consequences. I just want to get your take on that whole situation. Um anytime you're making it harder on somebody to vote's a bad thing. Agreed. That's that's just that, I mean there's nothing, you know. There there was no fraud. I mean that's a narrative no. that likes to be pushed, but there hasn't been. That's been proven, and it, it, it's it, it, the whole thing is based on a ginormous lie. Yep. And Major League Baseball said we're not going to base anything on a ginormous lie. That's it. Part of the problem is that there's a particular political party who just wants to appeal to the vanity of the former president. Yep. There was no voter fraud in. in any way, shape, or form that would have overturned the election. Every election has its problems, but this one didn't have the big ones that, and it's been proven in court over and over. Um, the people getting sued by Dominion voters systems have recanted everything they've said. Again, try not to be political, but it is what it is. It's facts. It's got to be. It's got to be a little bit. I mean, yeah, I live in rural white America. Me too. It takes me with a line ten minutes to vote. And that's with a line. It's never going to take me longer than that to vote, ever. And I live in a place that we have two polling places at my place. I live in a town of less than 900 people. Yeah. And we have two. They are trying to make... These people waiting 11 hours in line. I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm a patriot and stuff. If I had to wait 11 hours in line to vote, I probably fucking wouldn't do it. Yeah. I just wouldn't. And now people aren't it's allowed to. Shit. People aren't allowed and to give no them water. Every goddamn small town in America. Well, you know, it takes you five minutes, and that's mainly because you got to bullshit with your kindergarten teacher for three, who's running the polling place. That's yeah. It's it, it's a whole lot of horse shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I never thought the voting should be hard. I never thought it has voting, been hard. Voting should be hard. Oh, and when I was in the military, I. Yeah, oh, this was this is gonna shock people. I mailed my fucking ballot in. Yep. From Japan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you know? And we had a I don't know if people noticed this, but there was a pandemic last year still going yep. on. And so vote by mail was the safest option. The whole thing's just a bunch of made yeah. up horseshit. I know. I, it's what it is. And MLB went we can't be participating in this this is all made up horse shit and if somebody's mad about it and leaves baseball well good fucking riddance don't let the door hit you in the, in the ass on the way out i mean who gives a fuck so i'm sure <laughs> we're, that, not losing, we're not losing the fan that i want to hang out with and have beers with the ballpark <laughs> i'm sure that three or four of the tens of listeners that are listening now are upset but um you know not trying to upset anybody but this is what happened Major League Baseball decided to move All-Star Game. Now, they haven't announced where it's going to be. The rumor 
that I've heard most often is Colorado. Uh, yeah. I don't think, I mean, there's people wanting it to come to Cincinnati, but we, I mean, it just was here six years ago. And the last time there was an all-star game here, Bob Castellini, you know, ruined a rebuild. Um, yeah, but, um, if it's in Colorado, <laughs> here's what I would do. If it's in Colorado, I'd eliminate the humidor for the home run derby and just see how far these guys get yeah. it. <laughs> Well, and, and it was just in San Diego a couple of years ago. But if if I'm in the major league, you know, offices, and I know I've got to be there, I'm just gonna be like, "Fuck y'all! I'm gonna go to San Diego in October." Right. <laughs> that's that's how I'm a planet. But that has nothing to do with the city, anything else. Just that's where I want to be in October. <laughs> yeah, it's so, really nice there then. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's nice all year round. Yeah. Let's see. Here. But October oh, is special. It. Turn it? Nope. Sorry. I'm doing play-by-play. All right. Uh, Had a chance for a double play, but uh, Suarez didn't pull the trigger, and that's fine. I don't want him throwing it away. So two outs in the ninth. Pirates have a runner on. Yeah. Um, I hate that I just said that out loud. Well, one other thing, and this is a little bit off topic. But I do not like this new score bug on the what's now Bally Sports. Yeah. It takes up the whole bottom of the screen. I liked the yeah. one like just in the corner. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being weird, but I just I don't like the uh I don't like the new score bug. Anyway. I seen someone say that Fox Sports uh go was uh Ten years out of date, and Bally Sports is at least five years out of date. <laughs> well, I guess that means it's getting better. And I was like, well, that's not not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we had some listener questions here. Okay. Um, we uh, or I asked people to use the hashtag Yachty Melina Punk Ass Bitch for uh, asking their questions, and great radio that I'm scrolling while I'm trying to get to the beginning here. So, first question comes from Ode to the Reds 2021 World Series. He asks, hashtag Yachty Molina punk ass bitch, who of those recording tonight was the best athlete in their prime? Uh, I'm going to go with Branch on that one. <laughs> I played football. I mean, you played football. You were decent, weren't you? I mean, I wasn't great. I wasn't the worst either. I mean, I was a lineman, right. so I just kind of got in the way. I was a lineman too, but you know. <laughs> but you also played baseball. I played baseball and I wrestled and. Yeah, I only played football you know, in high school. I played youth soccer. Woo. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, I played football from the time I was in fourth grade. So. Yeah. When they said, "Hey, you can go out there and hit somebody and not get in trouble," I was like, "What? Nice. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not lying." And I played <laughs> baseball since I was five. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I. Neither of us played college sports. I'm still, I, going, I'm still probably, going with you. I probably honestly. could have maybe played college baseball. A lot of people I played with played college baseball. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> so You went and served the country you know. instead. Yeah. Well, no. I, I spent two years dropping out of college. No. <laughs> before I went and served the country. I No, I did it the right way. I went to college, flunked out. <laughs> had a really good time for Amazing. two years. And then there went, oh, go. shit, I better join the service. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill had I done fucked this college stuff up <laughs> Bill had the next couple of questions here Some of them were kind of out there uh, So I'll just ask one uh, What's your second favorite movie With the word red in it in the title Obviously Hunt for Red October is my favorite movie <sighs> Another movie with the word red In the title Red Dawn, baby. Red Dawn, yeah. As as a as a as a uh, Gen Xer that grew up and actually remembers the Cold War, when you were a kid, that shit was fire. <laughs> Wolverines. Wolverines. <laughs> that had a cast too. No, the remake sucked ass. Oh, of but course. The original it did. was awesome. No, the original absolutely. Um, had Charlie Sheen and Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Powers Booth. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I think Jennifer Grey was in that too. 
Yeah, was she in that one? I think so. She might have been. She might have been. Yeah. Amir Garrett just. But but I mean, guy. for somebody who grew up paranoid, and I mean, I I still remember camping in my neighbor's yard and us talking about the bombs going off. This is probably 1984, 85. Yeah. And and you know, and we're camping in the backyard. It's not like there's not a mom like two feet from us. <laughs> You know, but we're like 10, 11 years old. And I remember thinking, you know, because we went through the drills in school and stuff, mm-hmm. which I, I think a lot, a couple of years behind me, none of that stuff went away. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, Red Dawn was like, oh, hell yeah. This is, this is right in our wheelhouse. Yeah, Red Dawn's a classic. If you haven't watched Red Dawn, yeah. watch Red Dawn. It's a classic. Might be a little dated now, but hey, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, next question comes from. Uh, Diehard VC fan 15. He asks, hashtag Yachty Molina punk ass bitch. How did Yachty not get ejected? Who gives a damn about the let's fucking go the, to the pitcher who hit you and then attempted to get you out after the wild pitch and failed? Um, and then how mad are you that uh, Nick got suspended two games and nobody from the Cardinals got any? I mean, we kind of already talked about that. Yachty just, he just gets protected by Major League Baseball. I mean, there's. There's nothing. There's nothing else that can be said. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't stand the dude. And, and and what sucks is, you know, I was a catcher. I usually defend all catchers because it's a fucking hard job. Mm-hmm. But and I understand him protecting his teammates and shit. But the fact that he does so much shit and they're just like, oh, that's Yachty. Oh, how cute. That's Yachty. It's like you're scared of him and and. Again, it's it's neck tat prison guy in a movie. <laughs> they want to be friends with him. It it's I don't know. It just it cracks me up that it that everybody kisses his ass so bad. It's like why why? Because he has a neck tat. You kiss his ass that bad. You let him be like he is, and he's a very charitable dude, a very nice dude to talk to in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you're like, oh, you know, and that's 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 why. That that's exactly why. I don't, I don't know if it's white guilt or what it is, but it's something. So, uh, next question comes from Doug Gray from Red Leg Nation and RedsMinorLeagues.com. He asks, hashtag I'm not using that hashtag. Bigger clown, Phil or Major League Baseball disciplinary committee? That's a tough one make the play and this one belongs to the Reds. Um that's definitely a tough one. I'm gonna go hmm. I'll go with MLB on this one because at least Phil would not suspend the guy. He has terrible hair, but he would suspend the guy. What do you think? I'm definitely going with uh with MLB on this one because and yeah, and this one belongs to the Reds. I'm a little bit behind you. There it is. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, but, but I recently saw a picture of, uh, Phil's wife and she is absolutely beautiful. And so now I know that Phil is packing like just a humongous hog. <laughs> and, uh, because it's the only way in hell he's going to get, get a woman that pretty. Congratulations, Phil, on the ginormous <laughs> cock. And, uh, yeah, I, I would trust his judgment over MLP. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not prepared to. Agree with you on that <laughs> that one part. <laughs> Shout out to Phil. Uh, so yep. next question comes from Greg Borchers. He asked, hashtag Yanni Molina, punk ass bitch. Is it possible for the Reds to steal the All-Star game? I mean, anything's possible, but like we were saying, since it was just here mm-hmm. six years ago, I'm doubting that they're going to bring it. Uh, if it doesn't go to Colorado, though, for, for any reason, I mean, I mean, I would sure enjoy seeing another All-Star game here, but I think that's pretty slim. I think we'll know by the end of the week. Probably. I mean, they've got to yeah. they've got to start making plans soon. Yeah. And I honestly think it's between Colorado and, and Seattle. Probably. Um, I heard somebody say Texas, but <laughs> I can't. I don't see well, that. The Texas governor had to put his two cents in. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that there goes Texas. So. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Kapler asks, how are we feeling about the Reds young core of India, Senzel, Stevenson, Winker, etc.? Uh, 
so far at the beginning of the year, the young players have really played well. Um, I don't know. I think that if they can if they can continue to build around the young guys, uh, be and Nick Castellanos isn't old. He what is he twenty eight, twenty nine, something like that. Moose is like thirty or thirty one. It's not like these guys are ancient. Uh, if the front office is willing to add some pieces here and there, uh, I think they've got a good core. It's just a matter of does the front office believe that? What do you think? I think they've got a really good core, and I'm, I'm trying not to get in this hype train, but I, just watching this this five to three win unfold here, this is a this is a good team. Um, they could have got down. They could have just went through the motions like they did last year when they were down, walked to the plate, not did shit. But that's not what happened. Um, but I do. I think the front office is going to give them an ounce of help. No, there not a bit. I, I'm I'm fully prepared for them to be in a playoff hunt and not getting help at the deadline and get help taken away. Yeah. There was I mean, a, there, if it's Tucker, then that's okay. That means Stevenson's playing every day. But other than that, I'm not saying I couldn't see them trading Castellanos or uh, Moose. Maybe even not. Sonny. I hope not. Um, unless it's a unless it's you know. Depending We've talked on the so deal. many times about Bob's wallet matters more than the rest. Well, and speaking of Bob's wallet. Uh, an article came out this week from Cincy uh, Business Courier, I think, uh, where talking about the value of the Reds. The Reds are valued at something like $1.4, $1.5 billion, something like that. Uh, Bob Castellini bought the team in, what, 2004, something like that? 2006? For. Pretty sure it was six. For like $230 million, something like that. Two, so, $260. Yeah, 260 So he's made. About a billion. We'll just, we'll just, you know, round it off. If he were to sell the team tomorrow, and the value of the Reds, even though they are either in the smallest market or second smallest market in baseball, uh, they're more valuable than I think the article said ten other teams. And then the owner cries poor. You're in one of the smallest markets in baseball. Worth a billion and a half dollars, and you're crying poor. I'm sure he loved that article when it came out. What do you think? Uh oh. Nope, I just wasn't hitting the unmute button fast oh, enough. Sorry, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe my internet had <laughs> it was still flashing at me. I didn't see it was still flashing at me. Um, my dog was whining a little bit, so I went to mute. I got you. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Woo, shout out Woo the Reds. Shout out to Woo. Made a really great point on the main today about, um, you know, this is, people are like, oh, well, your house and your equity, blah, blah, blah. They can get a loan to do whatever the hell they want to do. Mm. They are, I want to, I mean, they bought the team for $260 million. They're... Now this is getting valued at. I mean, anything goes over a billion. That is a lot of money. Yep. Uh, if they need to borrow thirty million to pay a guy for a year, they can. It's kind of like, it's kind of like you go into like you know, uh, <laughs> AC Penny and being like, "Can I get a five hundred dollar credit card?" I mean, yeah. They're going to give it to you. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, Branch, but a billion dollars is a lot of equity, right? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure. A whole lot of equity. whole lot of equity. That's a lot of equity. That, that, and any bank in the world would be like, <laughs> yes, that is, that is legitimate. Because that's how everything runs is on equity. Well, and, and the other thing is that it's not like he's borrowing money against his house either. <laughs> like you were saying. It's, he's not. He's. He's borrowing against profit, and your dog agrees. Yeah, well, both of my dogs agree. I, they were getting restless, and I, they, they heard something out from the fields there, and now they've decided they're going to be badasses about it and bark at it on the deck. 
I got you. Yeah, you tear him up, it. boys. <laughs> just, just, yeah, fierce. Fierce, fierce. Two yellow last people. <laughs> little little update from the uh, national championship game. Baylor is up 17. With two, two minutes to go in the first half. Wow. I didn't see that coming. We'll see what the second half brings. But, um, oh, yeah, we got more questions. Shut a door. You're going to hear that. Sorry. You're fine. But that's, and you'll still probably hear the damn dogs. It's all right. Uh, next question. Bark. Dogs bark. It's fine. Next question comes from the bowl. He asks, Hashtag Yachty Molina, punk ass bitch. Do you think I'm nice? Yeah. Yeah, you're nice. He's always been nice to Who me. Who was that from? The Vol. Who was that from? The Vol. He's always nice to me. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying that because just to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, Tony at Duke Dynamite had a question. Hashtag Yachty Molina, punk ass bitch. When will I be on the podcast? Well, Tony, when do you want to be on the podcast? All you got to do is slide in them DMs. Let me know. <laughs> it's not like we're an exclusive bunch. We don't yeah, think we're I mean, else. I mean, tens of people <laughs> listen, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do get the occasional decent guest, but, I mean, there's nothing special about me. <laughs> I'm just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't nothing special about me. I just, Tony? just some old drunk guy like likes baseball. Tony, you could come on the podcast. What the hell? Like I said, sliding them DMs. Now, if you don't listen, you don't hear this. That's not my problem. So this is the test to see how bad that's you are. That's fair. That's very fair. You know, I'm not going to mention it other than on here. If you want to be on yep. the podcast, more than welcome. Sliding them DMs. So I think that'll about wrap up this edition here. We'll uh, go back and forth here. And tell our final thoughts. And Branch, what are your final thoughts? Uh, just one. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. That's a rally cry. It's a rally cry. Um, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who listens. Uh, everybody, the haters and the fans. <laughs> uh, give a shout out to the Cincy Sports Gallery. Give a shout out to Ram and Uncle Ram. Um, shout out to, to, um, Amir Garrett for knocking down the save tonight. And, um, I think that'll be, that, that's about it. So for Branch and Coop, this, um, oh my God, I did it again. For Branch and Coop, this is Coop saying. <laughs> <laughs> so for Branch, this is Coop saying, we will, uh, talk to you later. Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati.